0: This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here, editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Check out my website for all Boston College sports. If you haven't checked out Locked On Boston College, we are a daily Boston College podcast that talks everything BC Eagles. We give analysis, we give opinions, and we have interviews and all sorts of great guests that stop by to talk Boston College In today's episode, we are going to talk about the news of the day. There were some definitely some news stories that were interesting for Boston College. We're going to also look at the Heisman uh, race, and I'll tell you a little bit about my selections as a uh, voter for the Heisman. And also, we are going to look at the offensive line. There was some, and it's going to kind of dovetail into some of the news that went on. So let's break into the news. First of all, And it wasn't Boston College specific news, but Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski of Duke, is not going to be coaching on Wednesday when Boston College heads to Durham to face off with the Duke Blue Devils. Now, he had uh, close contact with someone who was uh, COVID-19 positive and due to the regulations has to quarantine. Now, both... Coach K and his wife have tested negative, so it's not that they have it, uh, but they have to be cautious. And, you know, with someone his age, he's got to just be careful about that kind of stuff. So he will not be coaching, which is kind of bummer. You always like to see uh, Duke... Uh, at full strength against Boston College. But it's going to be most likely John Shire, who many of you remember as a Duke star. Uh, he will be uh, coaching f- for the Duke Blue Devils against uh, BC on Wednesday. It's going to be an interesting game. Duke is not as good as they have been. They're 3-2 and two with losses to Michigan State and Illinois. And some, um, you know, mediocre wins. They have a win over Notre Dame. And then um, Bellarmine, who is a team I have never heard of before, but apparently are is a... Uh, uh, you know, at division one school, Coppin State, and Notre Dame. So they're three and two, um, and they're 20th in the country. So it's probably going to be a tough go for BC, especially on the road, but we'll see. So we'll talk more about the Duke game tomorrow. There's some recruiting news. If you have not followed along uh, on BC Bulletin, I always try to give a lot of different recruiting updates on the site. And uh, as more offers go out, I will definitely be updating. Um, with player interviews and things like, uh, recruit interviews and things like that. Uh, Marcus Peterson, a three-star wide receiver out of Florida, has Boston College in his top 12. Now I know, I, most of you are probably going, who cares it's a top 12? Who cares about any of these lists? But it's news, and they're in there, though, with some really tough schools. I believe Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, LSU are all on that list. But from what I've heard Don't count out Boston College. It might end up going to Florida State because he's a Florida kid, but he's another kid that you're going to want to watch out for. I I know he's very high and has a really good relationship with the Boston College staff. On top of that, uh, later this week, four-star cornerback Jaden Gould is going to give his top six. And... It looks like Boston College will be in that list. Now, there's going to be some other big programs on there as well. I believe you're going to see Rutgers, not a big program, but Rutgers, USC, and Texas and Michigan. Now, Michigan's interesting. That's the where most of his crystal balls are pointing right now, but Don Brown's gone, so I don't know if he's going to you know see what happens with that program, if Jeff Harbaugh leaves, if they get a defensive coordinator that he doesn't gel with. Um, But, you know, it's a a North Jersey school. It's a school BC could have a really good relationship with, with Jeff Halfley. Don't count out the Eagles. This could be one of those names you're going to want to watch for. He's a 2022 uh, cornerback, and his name is Jaden Gould. Now, there's still some time left with 2021, and I know the name everyone is talking about is George Rooks, but there's still other guys out there that Boston College could still recruit. And one name to watch for is Armand Scott. Armin Scott is a high three-star recruit out of Euclid, Ohio. He's a 2021 kid. He's listed as a wide receiver. At 6'3", or 6'4", and 200 pounds, though, it wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, if he ends up as a tight end at the collegiate level. And Boston College is in on him. Uh, He is also, you know, talking to Kentucky, uh, uh, Iowa State, Cincinnati. So he's got some offers out there. But I know a lot of people have been asking about the tight end position, and I just saw his name pop up and thought, hey, you know, that could be someone that they target to add some depth there, especially with waiting until those 2022 kids uh, come in. So Armin Scott, that's a name to watch for, three-star out of Euclid, Ohio. And as always, I'm keeping an eye on that transfer portal, and I told you I would I would throw names out there. There were three names today that I said, ooh. I wonder if Boston College might get in on them. They may not, but they're just names to keep an eye on, and I, and, I, and I was impressed with who they were. Kenneth Walker III from Wake Forest has 17 touchdowns for the Demon Deacons in his time with the uh, with Wake Forest. Entered the transfer portal. He's a running back. Um, I've always been impressed with him. I've watched him. He's fast. He's a quick back. And, you know, I, when you're thinking of what Boston College needs – Kenneth Walker III is definitely one of those types of players. If they could somehow figure a way to get him here, and, and again, I don't know if he is, but I feel like he would be a perfect fit for this offense. Much more in the style of what they could use with Phil Dracovic and, and that passing attack. He'd be an added weapon, um, and he's fast. You want fast guys, you get it. Um, he was one that I noticed. And then, interestingly enough, I saw two Clemson defensive uh, tackles enter the portal. Jordan Williams and Niles uh, Pink- Pinkney. Uh, both entered. Pinckney is interesting because he has 82 tackles and 13 tackles for a loss uh, with the Tigers during his time with Dabo Sweeney, while Jordan Williams has 44 tackles, 8.5 tackles for a loss. Um, Again, these are just two guys. I'm not sure if Boston College is looking at them. But if you need some interior depth, and you know, I don't know if Chapuzzi and Wuka or Luke Beckett are going to return to the Eagles in 2021. But if they're looking for experienced depth at the defensive line position, you can't beat going with guys from Clemson. So maybe either Pinckney or Williams might want to get some playing time and end up at Chestnut Hill. So those are two names along with Williams that I saw pop up on the transfer portal uh, today. Now, one name that won't be showing up on the transfer portal is Ben Petrula, who announced that he's returning. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Petrula's announcement and talk about where the offensive line is going in 2021. Now I want to talk to you about BetOnline.ag. Are you ready for some football? College football is heading into its national championship game And the NFL is heading to the playoffs. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust on the Locked On Network, and that is betonline.ag. With college, basketball, the NBA, there are so many different wagers you could make over at betonline.ag, and you could win big. Now, all you have to do is you can sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. This is a deal you're not going to beat. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. I want to tell you about another podcast on our network, Locked on Bets. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time to start fresh with a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, AJ Black here. We were talking about transfers, and one of the big news of Boston College on Monday is that guard slash tackle slash center Ben Petrula will be coming back for his fifth year. Now, if you don't know Ben Petrula's story... He is a kid that came from St. Peter's Prep in New Jersey. He started right away when John Baker, the center, went down with an injury early in the season. Now, how well did Petrula do? Well, he became an All-American freshman. In 2018, he kicks back out to tackle, and he's named All-ACC Honorable Mention. He does tackle again in 2019 in the second team All-ACC. And then when Jeff Halfley and Matt Applebaum take over in Boston College, he moves back over to guard and becomes second-team All-ACC. So this is a kid that is the epitome of versatility. You do not find offensive linemen like Ben Petrula growing on trees. He played three positions in four years for Boston College. And not only did he do it, he did every position exceptionally well. He was all all freshman, all ACC, all, you know, every, everything. All the awards that Ben Petrula won showcase what he can do. And you have to imagine that this is a kid that when he gets to the NFL, coaches are going to slobber because he can do anything. Coaches love versatility, and especially at that next level, if you have a kid that you can plug in anywhere on that offensive line and he's going to immediately make an impact, you know, maybe he's not a starter right off the bat, but maybe he's coming off the bench. They're going to want that kid early. And, I, you know, I don't know what Petrula's draft grade would be. I, I haven't seen him as high as what Zion Johnson was going to be. But I think he has a future NFL career in front of him and a long one. So it surprised me, just like it did with Zion Johnson, that they're both coming back. So back to his announcement. So earlier today, Ben Petrula tweets out what looks like, I think they're called jib jabs. I don't know if they call it that still, but, you know, one of those moving um, – videos that has your face uh, dubbed over another person's face. So it's Wolf of Wall Street, and it's Ben Petrula in his 70s mustache. If you have not seen what Ben Patrulla looks like without his uh, face mask on, you should check out Ben Patrula's mustache. It's great. He's also got a great mullet going on, too. And so he's over Leonardo DiCaprio when DiCaprio gets the speech about him getting kicked off of the floor. And... In the floor, the other uh, brokers are now replaced by Zion Johnson and Alec Lindstrom and Phil Dracovic. And uh, then they have Matt Applebaum, the strength and conditioning coach, and Jeff Halfley out there as well as they celebrate when he says he's not going anywhere. It's It was really a cool moment. You know, you see all the kids announcing they're coming back and it's either a quote like Zion Johnson's was just, I'm back you know this was fun because you, if you know Ben Petrula, and I've got I've got to know him a little bit through some of the press conferences. This is a kid with a great personality, and it showcased in just his way of choosing how to how to make this decision. So now that he's back, what does that mean for Boston College? So obviously, I just said Zion Johnson is also returning. That means all five offensive linemen from Boston College will be back in 2021, unless something weird happens with, you know, Tyler Vrabel or Alec Lindstrom. You have to imagine all of them are coming back. So you're getting back your entire offensive line. Now, I know I was the first person to be critical of the offensive line this year. And, I, you know, at points it may have seemed unfair, but they do have some growth to make. But I think this is a group that with another year of of, you know, working together and figuring out how to you know, work as a unit in pass blocking, something they didn't have to do a lot of under Steve Adazio, I think they're going to be even more successful. So you're going to have the two tackles. You're going to have uh, Vrabel and Johnson, the center, Alec Lindstrom, Christian Mahogany, and Ben Petrula at guard. Now, my question is, I, I wonder, would it make more sense to push Tyler Johnson back to guard and push Ben Petrula back at tackle. Now, that would push out Christian Mahogany, but I, I look at what Zion Johnson did this year versus what he did as a guard. He looked so much more comfortable as a guard. He, his play was much more crisp, and he looked more much more dominant as a as a guard that could maul. And Petrula, you could just move him anywhere, and I think that's just a testament to who he is. But you know Zion Johnson is probably the most talented offensive lineman they have. Why not put him in the position that he's going to be most successful? Maybe that's the reason he's coming back. I'm not sure. But wouldn't it make sense for Zion to go back to guard if that's going to help his draft stock? Because you want to put as much film down of you playing in a position you're most comfortable at. And if he's doing better at guard, then hey, that might get him higher in the draft boards than it would have before now, I, I'm excited to see where this offensive line can go. Um, and for an offense that needs a good offensive line, uh, I, I think this is going to be a big year for them. You know, you're going into a new season with five returning offensive linemen, and all, all but one of them have been starting for this team for more than one year. You know, you have Alec Lindstrom on his third year. You have Tyler Vrabel on his third year. You have Ben Petruel on his fifth. Zion Johnson on his third. And then Christian Mahogany, this will be his second year. Communication is so key on an offensive line that they're just gonna be even more in step. And hopefully with a spring and some training and you know getting themselves into the proper, you know, mind frame for next year, they're gonna be even better. So that's gonna be something to watch out for. Now, on on the webs my website, BC Bulletin, earlier today, I gave out a depth chart, and it was funny because it was just odd timing that Betrulla didn't make his decision until a couple hours after I posted that, but some of the other guys you want to watch for, and here are some thoughts. So, you have those five, You and uh, offensive linemen, it's such a violent position. You watch those games, and there's bodies flying everywhere, 300-pound guys rolling up on each other. Injuries happen, so... Who are going to be the guys to watch for if, God forbid, one of these kids gets injured? And so the names to watch for at tackle, Ozzy Trapillo. I know most of you people have been asking about him since day one. Um, I've heard great things about him. So he could be a tackle right off the bat. Uh, he, he's a kid that I, I, I think is going to have a huge future with Boston College, whether it's next year or 2022. He's someone to watch for. Also, you're going to watch for Kevin Pine and Jack Conley. Jack Conley was the kid that was supposed to. You know, he's ready to go. He was a backup all last year, just really never saw the field. So he's someone to watch for at center. It's Blunt. I'm going to probably best his name. at Blahram Restemi, uh, who was one of the backup centers. If something happened to Alec Lindstrom, and at guard, right now it looks like it's going to be probably Drew Kendall and and um, and Finn Durstein. So the two local kids will probably get a chance at uh, guard. And you never know what some of the other other kids that are coming in, what they're what they're capable of, but that would be some of the backups I would look at in terms of um, tw- the 2021 season. Now, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes, Fiat, Kia, Honda, and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the Kahneman orders the parts on your computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access at rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. On tomorrow's show, we're going to continue to preview Boston College versus Duke, and we're going to look at any new news that have come out, including any recruiting and transfer portal news that has come out for Boston College. Now, I want to talk about the Heisman Trophy race. Now, if you have been following... There are a handful of finalists in the Heisman Trophy show on Saturday, and those are Mac Jones, Devonte Smith, Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, and Kyle Trask of Florida. Now, if I was voting, I am going to pick Devonte Smith as my Heisman picker winner. This is a kid who has redefined what a wide receiver can ha- can do during his time at Alabama. Devonte Smith obviously was the one that caught the game-winning touchdown pass against Georgia in the national championship, but he's also done so many different things in games. 1,641 yards with 20 touchdowns. Incredible for a wide receiver. And I know the Heisman has become a quarterback-heavy position, but when you have a, a star like Smith, someone who has redefined his position and made – you know highlight real catch after highlight real catch and really has dominated games and put Alabama on the map he has to win the Heisman i know mac jones has done a nice job as well as his quarterback um but i i am all for devonta smith and my second person i would put is mac jones mac jones would be my number 2 you know he threw for 4000 yards 36 touchdowns four interceptions if there's a player in the in college football that doesn't get the accolades that he deserves it's Mac Jones and I know he just won the top quarterback of the of the year award but he's such a quiet presence he's not a kid like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or even someone like Sam Ellinger who gets the attention that some of these other quarterbacks get and I think he's going to be special and I I really think Mac Jones is going to be good in the NFL I've seen a lot of um, mock drafts having him going to Bo- uh, not Boston College, to New England. And, you know, I think he'd be a great quarterback for, for Bill Belichick. But Devonta Smith, I think, is going to be the winner this year. And it'll be the first time a wide receiver has won since Desmond Howard won it at Michigan in 1991. Now, that is such a long time. And we've seen some really great, you know, wide receivers go through, whether it's Larry Fitzgerald or. Um, Calvin Johnson, you know, some of the kids at Georgia. There's been some really great wide receivers, but I don't think any of them have hold a, a candle to what Devonta Smith is doing. So if I'm a betting man and I was on betonline.ag, I would be betting on Devonte Smith, Devonta Smith. And honestly, the odds are so stacked in his favor, it doesn't even make sense to bet on him right now because you're going to have to put a lot of money in. To even get any return on voting for uh, betting on him on betonline.ag at this point. Now, why do I bring this up? You know, this is a Boston College podcast, but you know, Boston College football's off, and I love talking football, so I I wanted to bring that up. Um, But interestingly enough, the futures came out for next year's Heisman. And you saw a ton of kids from Alabama. You saw um, DJ Yuga Lalale from Clemson. You saw uh, Kevin Slotis of USC. And Spencer Rattler was the top, you know, favorite, the quarterback from Oklahoma. But down near the bottom on that list was not Phil Djokovic, but Zay Flowers was on the list, which I thought was really interesting. Now... Did Zay Flowers have an incredible year for Boston College? Absolutely. But just, you know, put in context what he did this year versus what Devonta Smith has to do to get a wide receiver to win. I if I was a betting man, I mean, I want to see Zay Flowers do really well. I wouldn't bet any money on Zay Flowers winning the Heisman, because you're gonna to need to have BC be a national contender. They're gonna to have to knock off Clemson. And Flowers is gonna to have to have a phenomenal year I'm talking like what Smith did 20 touchdowns um and 2,000 2, yards or so or whatever you know 1,500 to 2,000 yards in receiving can he do that uh maybe if you're playing a video game he could um I just don't see it happening so it was interesting to see him listed because honestly if I'm talking Heisman next year I think Drakovic's name should be on that list you know he threw for twenty five hundred and fifty eight yards this year, good for eighteenth in uh, on in the country, and that's with him missing a game and also getting injured and not throwing in a game and also not having a bowl game to play in. So he's right up there. He's a quarterback that I think again with a little bit more seasoning in another year and not the COVID stuff going around could have a spectacular year and could be one of the top quarterbacks in the country. And I think, honestly, if any Boston College player is going to be in the Heisman talk, it's going to be Dracovic, not Zay Flowers. I think, I mean, honestly, if you're going to talk both, I think Zay Flowers might have a better chance at winning the Boletnikov than Dracovic of winning anything. But I don't see Zay Flowers as a Heisman candidate. But that's what the the odds were. and I mean, if you really think that Zay Flowers is going to win it, Get in those future uh, bets right now because the odds are really stacked for you to wait some big money on that so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to the bet online AG and, and put my money down on that uh, but maybe you want to so what do you think is there is there a Heisman again coming up for Boston College I think it's Drakovic maybe maybe you think someone else leave it on our our Twitter page at AJBlack_BC. underscore BC you can follow the uh, the podcast Twitter at Locked On BC, make sure to follow us on Facebook at Boston College SI. Hit that subscribe button on Facebook because we're going to be doing our Thirsty Thursday live broadcast at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be a half hour of just talking Boston College sports. You can ask me questions. I'm just going to riff on some stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be live, and it's not going to. It's going to be kind of this format, but with questions and answers and all sorts of good stuff. And who knows what might happen uh, during our live broadcast, but you're only going to find it on Facebook. So head over to Boston College SI and hit that subscribe button. Uh, Thank you all for following along. We'll be back again tomorrow for another episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to us on whatever podcast directory directory you use. And if you're on Apple, give us a five-star rating and uh, a little review. It does help us get more listeners. Uh, This is AJ Black, editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. We'll see you all again on Wednesday. Take care, everyone.